Welcome to the Freedom Nation Podcast with Jeff Kickel. On this show, Jeff shares his expertise in financial and retirement planning from a different perspective. Planning for your Freedom Day, which is the first day that you wake up and have enough income or assets and do not have to go to work that day. Learn how to calculate what you need, how to generate income sources, and listen to interviews from others who've done it themselves. Get ready to experience your own Freedom Day. Hey, Freedom Nation, it's Jeff here once again, and it is another of our shows where we interview people on the path towards their Freedom Day. And today I have Zach White on. Zach, by trade, is an engineer. He went to college, decided to uh, become an engineer, got out there in the engineering world and completely burned out and had to find a way to move on. So we're going to find out a little bit about his story today and how he has gotten into a world that he loves every day, which is what we all focus on with Freedom Day, and how he's working and building towards his own personal Freedom Day. So, Zach, welcome to the show, my friend. Jeff, it's so good to be here. Appreciate the warm intro, and let's get after it, man. I love it. Well, let's kick it off with your story first off. So tell me a little bit about how you got to where you're at today. Well, you already mentioned my humble beginnings in mechanical engineering. And once an engineer, always an engineer, Jeff. It's in my blood. It's in my DNA. But to your point, I burned out and experienced a true rock bottom in my career that really changed everything for me. Ended up divorced, depressed, extremely frustrated with that question of, you know, how did my life end up here? Is this Mm -hmm. it? Like, is this really all that there is? Like, there has to be a different way. And in the process of recovering from the grief, from the, you know, the, the burnout, everything that came up in that time, I hired my first coach. And I asked my coach then, I said, hey, I, I still want to be successful, but it's got to look different than it did these first six, seven years of my career. I mean, I, this was awful. It's got to be different. Yeah. I need help. And my coach had such a transformational impact on my life. My career exploded. I worked less. I was happier than ever. I got happily remarried. Everything started working for me. And I said, wow, I need to learn this coaching thing. Like, this is really, really powerful. It'll help my engineers. This is going to help my team. And it began as just a, a tool in the tool belt, if you will. But in 2019, I had my epiphany moment where the journey through an engineering career collided with my passion for entrepreneurship and desire for freedom, Mm -hmm. exactly what you're talking about, and asking, like, how can I make this happen? I know I want this, but I don't really know how to do it or what business to start. And then it hit me like, wow, I I love engineering. I love coaching. Mm -hmm. I love entrepreneurship. Why not take what I learned the hard way and build a system and a model that engineering leaders can use to build their careers but balance their life and don't make the same mistakes that I made. And my business now, Oasis of Courage, Oweco for short, what we do is exclusively support engineering leadership on how to build the career of their dreams in the context of the life of their dreams. And that uh, that's awesome. me all day, every day now. That is awesome. So let's let's kind of reverse back a little bit. How did you select that first coach? What, what were some of the your requirements for that first coach? Honestly, Jeff, it was proximity. And I didn't even see it coming. I I really didn't go looking for a coach. What happened was a great friend of mine from church 
saw what I was going through with the divorce, saw that I was in a lot of pain and that I was really not doing well and said, hey, I know you're seeing a counselor and working on this, but I know this coach who will really understand where you're at and understands your vision for the future and the success you want. Would you like to meet her? And I was like, oh, I mean, sure. If you think it'll help. Yeah, I got nothing right now. I was truly at rock bottom. Yeah, you throw a drowning man at anything at that point. It's just exactly. okay. Exactly. Like, you get to me. Uh, exactly it, Jeff. It's like, oh, if this floats, I'll hold on, right? And so uh, I had that first session, and it was an immediate connection. And, and I yeah. understand not every time do you get that lucky, but I just think, you know, God put the right person in my life at the right time. And I just mm-hmm. was in in proximity. So I wish I could say I had the secret sauce for how to find the perfect coach on the first swing, but this was part of my story where I can just say that one was grace. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, it's, it's, sometimes it's that gut feel, you know, it's gotta be, Mm -hmm. it's going to be probably one of the most personal relationships you have. I mean, I've, I've told things to my coaches that I never have told anybody else. I've shared things and and having that kind of personal relationship with somebody that not only, you know, when I look at it, not only helps me to be better, but helps me to be a better me in a lot of cases is what I look for. And, you know, and and I found that kind of string of people, whether it by providence or by by, you know saying that I'm that smart. But a lot of times I think it's by providence. Yeah. The only thing I have noticed in my journey and with people I coach, Jeff, that I would add to that, because I agree, we need to trust our intuition, and especially for engineering leadership or anybody who can relate Mm -hmm. to being analytical, logical, and their approach to life really stuck in their head. Learning to trust your gut, to trust your intuition is important. Hmm. The one thing that, that I'm thankful for is that I you know, I had that immediate connection and it was easy for me, but I've seen a lot of people who don't feel that connection to their coach right out of the gate. Mm-hmm. And they say, oh, wrong person. Then they visit yeah. the next coach. They still don't have a connection. Oh, wrong person. The next coach, the next coach. It's this revolving door of coaches. And it's just a reminder to anybody who's looking for a coach. You are also a common denominator. Wherever yeah. you go, <laughs> there you are. And if you do not have a willingness to open up and allow somebody mm-hmm. into your life, if you're just not trusting of anyone, then it won't matter who the coach is. And so I always like to challenge people, really give it a chance. If this coach Mm -hmm. is proven, if they have the track record, if they're really someone aligned with your vision and that you're confident, hey, you've seen their results with other clients, give it a little bit of time and make sure you're not the one who's not letting them in because Mm -hmm. that can happen. So just just watch our own ego. It can get in the way, right? (laughs) Yeah. Oh God, yes. And and our own, I know everything and I'm, I, you know, I don't, I'm not going to get anything out of this. Oh boy. So tell me a little bit about, you know, as far as the training for you, what was that training like, you know, as generally as a coach to begin with? And then kind of second question, what was that like now adapting that towards engineers, which traditionally I don't run into a lot of coaches that coach engineers. So you're kind of an unusual uh, business to begin with, but what is that, you know, what's that like coaching an engineer versus let's say a business owner? Jeff, the principle for me that guided that decision is to go look for what is the industry best practice. Who okay. has the proven system? Who can I model that's mm-hmm. already doing 
what I want to do. And so when yeah. I looked for coaching training, I just started asking all the coaches I knew who I respected, including my own coach, where mm -hmm. did you train? What are the different options for training? Where would you train now if you could start over again with the people you've met and who's in your network? Who do I need to talk to at those training programs to get an understanding? I just started collecting the evidence of who's mm -hmm. converging on best of best here. And there yeah. were only two programs that really stood out as a perfect nice. fit for what I wanted to do. And so I just you know weighed the pros and cons. And it turned out the format of one was a more immersive, consolidated timeline. I wanted to get my certification quickly. So I went okay. that direction. I mean, both would have been great. Your coaching, to your point, as a discipline is agnostic to the, the content. You know, are you an engineer? Yeah. Are you a, a banker? Are you an entrepreneur? Are you a mom? Like, doesn't really matter. The core ideas of being a great coach is about helping you become the best version of yourself Mm -hmm. through a set of tools and practices and powerful questions and a powerful relationship, a powerful conversation. So for me, taking the training, you know, this skill set of how to create, uh, unleash potential in human, you know, the human heart, so to speak, and help you be your best. It wasn't that hard for me to take my engineering lens then and say, you know, what are the systems and tools that I know need to happen to create success in a career, which I had done. Mm -hmm. And then bring these things together and you know, kind of create Zach's way, my methodology, which we call yeah. the lifestyle engineering blueprint. You know, how nice. do we pull everything we know from, from our engineering world? I'm, I'm a mechanical engineer by a degree, but I'm a lifestyle engineer through the school of hard knocks, Jeff. Yeah. That's, that's where I got that degree. <laughs> and so that's what we created for our clients, just smashing these two ideas together. I love that. Well, and I, I am the son of a mechanical engineer slash quality control engineer. So it's like an engineer on steroids. <laughs> there you go. So uh, you go. I, I know exactly where you're coming from, from that perspective. So uh, so let's talk a little bit about, you know, what an engagement would typically look like. So if I'm an engineering leader, I'm sitting there, Zach comes to me and says, hey, I can help get you to where you want to be. What does that engagement typically look like? Yeah. The insight that I found in coaching engineers is that the typical model of, mm. you know, we're going to meet once a month. We're going to meet twice yeah. a month for a one-on-one. -on -one. We're going to talk about your career and your problems. We're going to give you some tips and insights, give you some homework. We'll meet again in two weeks or we'll meet again in a month. That is great. I don't want to dismiss coaches who act in that format. And that's how I started. But what I realized, Jeff, was that the engineering leaders I was talking to, the people who really wanted more, who either were burned out today and needed help to escape that trap, or they were on a great trajectory and they really wanted to accelerate their career path, those low level of interaction just didn't get over the threshold of energy okay. in to create the shift and the transformation of growth to mm. really accelerate your full potential. So an engagement with Oasis of Courage our, our signature program is a 90-day immersion where we're going deep. We're coaching every week. We're doing training. We're doing exercises. You're doing one-on-ones. You're doing group coaching. We really come at it as a whole person from all different angles. And you're so you know immersed in this experience of challenging yourself and trying on new action and getting out of your comfort zone. And it's all very you know different than your normal day-to-day -day experience. Getting out of that normal rhythm is what opens the door to these big mm. shifts, these big changes. And it's, it's like an inflection point 
which yeah. I'm being nerdy here, you know, it's, it's that change in trajectory. That's what we want to create in yeah. your life. And then once you have that momentum, then we have ongoing coaching programs for those, you know, monthly check-ins or those things for people who want to stay mm-hmm. in the support with their coach. But I just said, you know what? I'm, I'm tired of dabbling in people's growth. Let's hmm. go all in. And we want to work with clients who say, yeah, that's for me. I, I'm an all in kind of leader. Uh, yeah. If you want to dabble, there's a lot of coaches you can, can dabble with, but I'm not into it. <laughs> but I, I like that approach where it's just, okay, we're going to, it's, it's, you know, like learning a language immersion theory, you know, just drop you in the middle of Mexico and you'll figure out how to freaking speak Spanish eventually. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You know, it's the, it's the boot camp model. It's proven. Yeah. It's been around a long time. And this is our version for, for those engineering leaders who say, I want Love more. It. Yeah. Well, but I think, you know, it also makes, it it's, allows you to show them that a change could be made quickly. And that's right. Now you're moving in that you, you get the momentum going and it's a lot easier to make a rock continue to roll than it is to get it started pushing at that point. And, you know, just pushing it every exactly. couple of weeks doesn't really make it roll down the hill. Exactly. And Jeff, you know, what makes me so happy is when I see a client, I'm thinking of my client, John, this guy came in, he was lost. He was upset, frustrated. He was unhappy. And in 90 days, on the other side of that, he told me, wow, I have energy. I feel enthusiastic about my career. Nice. I'm expanding the scope of my role. I'm happy every day. And the real way I know it's working, Jeff, is he said, my wife has been telling me every day that she almost doesn't recognize me at home because I'm yeah. so much more fun to be around. I'm such a different person. And she's telling me, whatever you're doing, keep doing because this is the the man I want to be with. And that's when you know <laughs> this is yeah. this is the you, right you did something yeah I, I think back when i uh when i sold my business you know so i i sold my my business or uh, interest in uh the business that i was part of and it's so funny all summer last year cuz this happened almost a year ago all summer last year as i was kind of going through all this and it was like an upheaval in my life and everything else the most common thing that i found from Every single person I ran into that knew me for years was like, you are happier than I've ever seen you, you know? And it's like, was I that miserable of a jackass that, uh, you know, (laughs) I just, I just seemed miserable to everybody, but I didn't think I was any different, but yeah, it was just one. I think sometimes it's, it's having a feeling you have a a purpose again, you have a clarified purpose in your life and, when you do that, it just kind of relieves all those tensions that you have that are conflicting with you. Mm-hmm. Purpose is one of the four pillars of our coaching methodology, okay. the Lifestyle Engineering Blueprint, for that exact yeah. reason. And you're right, Jeff, if you're not happy, can we really call whatever you have success? And yeah. you know, my, my podcast is called The Happy Engineer for that reason. It's like one of the most yeah. rare things to find is a yeah. truly happy engineer. <laughs> so yeah. let's change that. That's what yeah. we're at. And when you find them, they are like, Amazingly, I mean, they, they're the most creative people you're ever going to meet. And, you know, they're, they enjoy what they do and they live, you know, they live for that every day. I, I think of it in my dad's life. I mean, he had many times where he had, you know, leadership positions, but what made him happy was just being a, you know, dyed in the wool, flat out engineer. You know, I don't want to do all the, the management side of things. Just let me fix problems. And yes. when he when he got into that, you know, really the final role of his career where he retired from, 
really for the, you know, he, he ran the quality control department. They've stayed out of his way. Just let him do what he needed to do. And he fixed problems and he was the happiest I've ever seen him in his life, you know, before he retired and, you know, and then, then they got bought out by another company and the other company came in and like, well, we want you to step into leadership. And he's like, see ya, I'm out of here. I'm done. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, I, I think it's really an important story to people, for people to notice, like you don't have to yeah. wait until you're near retirement age to figure those yeah. things out. Yeah. Right? And that, that's the important part. Like the signals yeah, you gotta, and the clues it, you know, are already Spend some there. time. Yeah. Spend some time early on. You know, if you don't feel like things are working, find a coach that can help you to go through that. So let's, uh, let's yeah. talk a little bit about your method and those, those key pillars of, of your method that you use. Yes. So the lifestyle engineering blueprint. Imagine a picture of a house. The foundation of that house is your mindset. Okay. The the mindset starts everything. Your perspective in the present pours the foundation for your future. So the foundation of everything we coach is in your mindset. Then there's, you know, the four corner posts, the pillars of this house, if you will. Purpose, priority, productivity, and people. Hmm. And Every strategy, every tool, every technique that you need to advance in your career lands in one of these four buckets. You're either disconnected from your why, your purpose, your values. You're not living in an aligned way where you know there's an issue there. We need to solve that. Your priorities aren't clear. You know, Jeff, you'll probably appreciate this being in, in business, but we often have a hundred things competing for that top slot. And what we do is we just say they're all the priority. But yeah. the truth is, there is no such thing as equal priority. There's only a lack of priority. Mm-hmm. And so getting that discipline of saying what really matters and what matters now is a really key thing in terms of our vision, our goals, and how we work, how we operate. Productivity, we got to get it done. Go move the mm-hmm. needle. And there's a difference between being busy and being productive. Uh, and then that people aspect, if you know any engineers <laughs> or you are one, you'll appreciate this is not always a strength for the typical technical you know, minded individual and recognizing, hey, you don't get to success alone. You must build those communication skills, those relational skills. Uh, it's just crucial. And the fact is getting around a person who's already solved the problem that you want to solve mm-hmm. is the fastest way to succeed. <laughs> so learning how to work with people better and integrate that in. And then the roof of the house, Jeff, we call it your playbook. And the the fact for this that I see in myself as an engineer and our clients is that knowledge is not power. Hmm. Whoever told you that only told you half the story. Knowledge that you use, knowledge that you implement, that you take action on creates power. Intelligent people love to consume knowledge, listen to podcasts, read books, get smarter. But that's not the problem for most people. They know too much in most cases, and they're not doing enough. So the playbook is to say, okay, now we have the mindsets, we have the strategies and tools, the knowledge, but are you taking action? Are you living with confidence and courage and getting out there and doing the hard things every day that it takes to experience that happiness and that life you want. A lot of times the rubber doesn't meet the road, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. So we got we to gotta do that. We call that your playbook and that pulls it all together. I love it. I absolutely love it. Well, and I, I, I love the imagery too that you use, you know, kind of 
describing it as a, you know, as building a house effectively, because regardless of what type of engineer you are, you understand how a house is put together. You've had some kind of training in how a house is put together. Whether you're an electrical engineer, you understand all the the bones of the house still. So that that imagery, I think, is extremely effective for your audience. And I think, you know, it's a great example of niching down to something that one, you, I mean, you have street cred because you were, you were there before them, but you know, the other part is you're able to speak their language correctly and you understand their language to be able to make it work for them. Because most people, you know, most people that are coaches are not, they, they don't coach engineers. So they don't know how to speak the language and they tend to speak at or over you know, what most engineers are thinking, you know, they're, they're talking about topics and mindset, you know, from a different perspective of kind of woo woo versus, you know, okay, I need, I need basics and data. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, Jeff, you do this really well. When you think about freedom nation and the, the yeah. language that's created, people want to feel like they're part of a community and a tribe yeah. that you get me. And we're together on this this mission towards whatever the, the thing we want is. And so when you can speak the language of your ideal client and whatever business it is, not so much that they feel confused. You, know, you don't want to mm -hmm. use so much fancy language. You, you're, you're separating folks, but just enough that they they get it, they resonate with it, and it feels special like you're really speaking to me. Yeah, that's a really powerful way to help that person make the decisions they need to, to advance in their life. And so I think it's, you know, it's useful. It's working for me. I know it's awesome yeah. to see how right. you execute that. You just have to, yeah. I mean, you have to speak people's language of your, like you said, your tribe. So what's new in your world? What, uh, what are you working on now for the future? Well, I'll give you a little insider look. One of the things that we're doing is looking at AI, which is a huge trend right now in every corner of industry and everybody needs to be paying attention to how it will change your corner of the world. But as a coach, I'm looking at this and saying, well, how do we take these AI tools and take the, the proven systems, the proven techniques, the questions that are powerful, the, the ways that we help clients to unlock these places where they get stuck in their careers and build some of that predictable, re uh, recurring type of content into an AI engine that an engineering leader could sit down and interact with and get meaningful insights to build their career, which would then make that accessible at a cost structure that's, you know, extraordinarily cheaper than talking to Zach. And yeah. so, you know, with my mission being to impact as many lives as we can, I love the idea that not only could we elevate the quality of the experience for our clients, but also create something where people might get the nuggets of value they need when they need it in a much more affordable way. So mm -hmm. looking at AI is a big thing for us right now. We're doing you know, work. And <laughs> the cool part, Jeff, is my clients are building these AI tools. And so I have a little <laughs> inside track to, to get the like, hey, what's really possible here and what's on the horizon? And then scaling up, Jeff. You know, just okay. like you talk about on this show, Freedom Day for me, I'm not there yet. I have a vision for that. And I'd like to see not only the impact in terms of number of clients grow, but the cash creation and the opportunities that that creates for my own life, of course, is, is mm. a factor. And so yeah. working on scaling up this business, we have a program that works and uh, it's time to just hit the gas. Mm -hmm. 
Well, and is it a repeatable system? I'm assuming that you could train other coaches to do as a result. Well, so how do you make you know, more Zacks? That's a great, that's a great question. And, you know, a big part of what we focus on is to remind our clients, you know, what, what helps you get the results is the process. Hmm. It's not that Zach is a magician. It's not that I'm so smart that I can solve every problem. Yeah. What we've done is we've distilled the wisdom of how I went from A to B. And mm -hmm. all I do as a coach, it's like I'm the guide. You know, I'm the Gandalf to your Frodo here. It's like, look, this is the path. If you will walk it, you will get the result. And so we're really intentional to share with people like, yes, it's great to talk to Zach. And yes, I'm a great coach and I can help you in so many ways. But at the same time, if you will walk the process and do the work, you know, I've already got two other coaches on our team who are tremendous. And in mm -hmm. many cases, Jeff, one of their insights might actually be better than what I would yeah. bring, right? Because everybody has a unique lens. And so to your point, I think it is absolutely scalable and repeatable. And uh, now it's just down to that marketing and sales engine. You know, how do you mm -hmm. get people's attention and get them yeah. aware of how much of a difference it can make? You just had to nerd it up with the, the Lord of the Rings, didn't you? Oh, I, I can't resist, Jeff. I'm still an engineer, man. We done. Come on. I can't help. I'm an, I am a nerd through and yeah. through, man. Through yeah. and through. I, I own it and I'm there, man. I'm not afraid. Well, of cool. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's transition into the fast five questions and we'll find out your answers to these. You ready? Awesome. Let's go. All right. Here we go. So first question, you wake up in the morning, business is totally gone. You have a laptop computer. You still have all the knowledge in your head. You have a place to live, food and clothing. What are you going to do first? And 500 bucks, by the way. Okay, big money, big money. Jeff, as I think about that situation, the first thing that happens for me is you know, my, my chest constricts. I feel stress. Like this is not a good place compared to where I am today, right? That mm -hmm. uh, everything's in context. And so truthfully, the very first thing I would do is meditate because okay. one of the things that I believe in is that energy is more important than strategy. Mm -hmm. And if my energy in that moment is one of fear, anxiety, stress, uncertainty, then that energy will disrupt my ability to perform the way I need to perform in that critical moment. So wow. I, I think the first thing I would do is take an hour and just meditate, get my energy right. Yeah. And then after that, for everybody who's like, okay, that doesn't help at all. Well, for, I think it does help it. But then, then I would start, uh, honestly, just talking to people. I would start yeah. with people, who, not how. And I would probably ask the first 10 people I can find, what do you need the most help with? Hmm. And just start getting a sense of what is the immediate need in my immediate circle and how can I apply my skill to meet that need and just get some cash flow, get some things going. Hey, I can solve that for you. I can do this for you. And just get a, a base of some things going where I can get some money to pay that next that next bill and uh, and then yeah. build from there. I love it. Fantastic. That's a great answer to it, too. Second question. What's the biggest business mistake you've ever made? Oh, goodness. How much time do we have? Jeff? Pick one. <laughs> all right. All right. One mistake. I'll tell you what it is that's on my mind right now. Um, I I made the mistake in my coaching business of relying too heavily on LinkedIn as my exclusive channel for lead generation. Interesting. And I waited far too long to diversify 
marketing and lead generation off of the platform. And what ended up happening is the classic conundrum of I gave the keys to my marketing engine to someone else mm -hmm. and LinkedIn changed the rules. <laughs> and overnight, my lead gen got cut by almost 90% because of different things that were happening on the platform. And that created a huge crisis, you know, in terms of keeping cash flow to cover my mm -hmm. team and expenses and extremely stressful. So, yeah, I think, you know, zero to one is the biggest step in business, but one is also the most dangerous number, you know, one marketing mm -hmm. channel, one sales engine, yeah. one program, one, and so uh, one client. So I think for me, the biggest mistake was just living in that world of belief that this will last a long time on LinkedIn and I don't need to do anything else. Yeah, exactly. Well, and 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 they can change the rules overnight and an algorithm change and poof, it goes away. You know, and I mean, I I know the stories of people with Google, you know, that got the Google slapdowns oh. in the early 2000s <laughs> and 2010s. And, yeah. you know, they make, they make a big change. And I mean, it can literally wipe a business out overnight. So, yeah, you definitely have got to be in there and in, in a, several different sources of leads so that you can get them coming in. So... I, I applaud you for realizing that. What's a good book that you'd recommend for our audience? I'll go with Psycho Cybernetics oh, by Maxwell Maltz. It's a classic. A lot of people don't talk about it anymore, which is too bad. If you back up to the days of Zig Ziglar and his prime, he used to always mm -hmm. reference Psycho Cybernetics, Jim Rohn, you know, uh, Brian Tracy, all those guys talk about Maxwell Maltz's book, but Maxwell Maltz is not super well known. But Psycho-Cybernetics mm. to me is one of the absolute foundational body of knowledge books around how your conscious and subconscious mind interact and helping you to, to kind of peel the curtain back on this part of you, the subconscious, the emotional centers of your body and, and nervous system. And man, it's it's so good. There's so much in there. And when you read it, you're like, oh, that's what all these coaches are doing with all of these things, like you putting their own spin on it. But a lot of that work was born right there. And, and your identity, this idea of your self-image and how that shapes what's possible for you. Awesome read. Go get a copy of Psycho-Cybernetics. The scary thing is uh, where I learned it was actually from Dan Kennedy, the marketing genius. I mean, he's, oh, Dan Kennedy is my marketing guru, and he talked about cyber or cyber or cyber cybernetics. In uh, <laughs> God, I can't even say it in in one of his books. And I I was like, well, I mean, if Dan Kennedy's saying it's good, it's got to be good. <laughs> Here for those like watching, on YouTube, there we go. I'm, I'm holding Boom. it up uh, on the screen. Yeah. But if you're listening to the audio, it's psycho, like P-S-Y-C-H-O, psycho cybernetics. And we'll uh, we'll put a link to that in the uh, show notes so you guys can get to it and uh, and link to it from Amazon. OK, what's a tool that you will use in your business every day that you might recommend for our audience? There are so many. And being an engineer, I geek out on tools. I'm always a sucker for a great new new piece of technology or tool. But the one that drives the backbone of my business is Airtable. Ooh, Airtable nice. is an online database type of tool. It's not a spreadsheet. It is truly meant to serve as a database for you. And it's extremely collaborative to every other piece of tech out there. You know, your CRMs, your, uh, all your Google suite tools, anything you want, Zapier, of course. But 
I mean, we literally drive everything in the business from the financials to the client management to, you know, podcast planning to I mean, everything. It's, it's a really powerful tool and a great way to organize data. So if that's something you need, go check out Airtable. And they give, they have some of the best tools that they create for free. Uh, if you use Google exactly. Airtable, you'll find just tons of free stuff that they give out different, you know, different tables and, and spreadsheets and everything else. Exactly. So, yeah. There's totally a template great. for every scenario you can think of. Yep. And yeah, it's, it's an awesome tool. Yeah. And they always look good too. It's not just a bunch of junk <laughs> that they put together. That's right. That's All right, right. So last question, what is your definition of freedom? Freedom to me is when I combine 100% responsibility with the agency to follow through in my being and acting. Freedom to be, freedom to act. So it's, it's me saying I'll take full radical 100% responsibility for those two things, but then also I'm not constrained to follow through on that responsibility. Right. So it's like that, that old challenge of responsibility and no authority. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I'm accountable for, I, I, I'm expected to do it, but I can't. So, so we got to remove that, but also own it. I think it's not enough to just say you could be free. It's, am I actually stepping into it? And it's, it's who I am, my being and my action. So that's a little long winded, Jeff, but, but freedom to me is full responsibility in my being and actions executed in my life. What a wonderful answer to that. That's phenomenal. Well, Zach, I, I appreciate you being on. It was just a, a joy to interview you. I love what you're doing. You know, you work with people that need your help and need your guidance. And, you know, I, I, I can see it in you that you're doing what you need to be doing every day. Jeff, thanks for having me. I really appreciate those words. And I want to acknowledge you, man, the work that you're doing, that light, that inspiration for people who desire freedom. And I think that's one of those most core needs and desires in the human soul. And so I just love the work you're doing. It's a pleasure to be a part of it. And uh, three cheers to my Freedom Day coming as soon as possible. It's coming, man. It's coming. You're building it. Well, folks, thank you for joining us on the show. As always, make sure that you subscribe wherever you're at right now. If you can, give us a comment. We'd love to hear uh, about this. And if you can, also share this with someone else. Share it with someone that could really use Zach's message. And that, you know, is, I think, the best gift that you can give to anybody is to share something that really resonated with you as well. So we'll see you back here next time. And the next time will be once a week. Thank you for listening to the Freedom Nation podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts and all the major channels. Wherever you're listening, please subscribe to the channel and leave a rating and review. If you have friends and family that could benefit from their own Freedom Day, please share with them. Finally, join Freedom Nation by following us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.